now approaching uh, lunar sunrise. And uh, for all the people back on Earth, the crew of Apollo 8 has a message that we would like to send to you. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the Earth. And the Earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, Let there be a ferment in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the ferment. And divided the waters which were under the ferment from the waters which were above the ferment. And it was so. And God called the ferment heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. And from the crew of Apollo 8, we close with good night, good luck, a Merry Christmas, and God bless all of you. Those were the words of William Anders, Jim Lavelle, and Frank Borman on December 24, 1968, the first of mankind to leave the Earth's orbit and orbit the moon. This was from their second and much-anticipated televised broadcast, and it turned out to be one of the most-watched television broadcasts at that time. This is John Billington with you this week for another edition of The Bible in the News, and certainly on that day, the Bible was in the news. Today we would never imagine such a thing happening, a reading of the creation account at such a monumental moment. But since the 60s, society has moved farther and farther away from the Bible. A new poll was taken in Canada, and only 14% of the population believes that the earth was created in the last 10,000 years. According to the poll, the number of Americans with this belief is actually much higher at 40% which is quite impressive compared to the rest of the English-speaking countries. Another recent study using census data from nine countries, Australia, Austria, Canada, the Czech Republic, uh, Finland, Ireland, the Netherlands, New Zealand, and Switzerland, shows that with a steady rise in those claiming no religious affiliation, religion there is set for extinction, say uh, researchers. Today, even many Christians are turning away from the Genesis account of seven literal days of creation in favor of other more popular ideas, such as a divinely controlled evolution. It is thought by some that maybe the seven days of creation are not literal, and that each day could be a thousand years or more. The truth is, these ideas might sound interesting, but it is not what the Bible says. Exodus 20 verse 11 says the following, for in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea and all that in them is, 
and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. If there was any confusion, the Genesis account actually gives us the time period of a day. After the account of the day, God says, And the evening and the morning were the first day. He does the same for the second and the third and so on. Further to that, we are told that Adam lived 130 years in Genesis 5. And we know that Adam was created on the sixth day. If Adam was created on the sixth day, he lived through the seventh day. If the days are a thousand year time periods, as some would have us believe, Adam would have been much more than 130 years old when he died. As far as the biblical account goes, it is seven literal days. There is a common idea today that uh, faith is believing something that you can't prove. This is not the faith of the Bible. Faith is believing something you cannot see, but not something you cannot prove. In the words of Hebrews 11 verse 1, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God does not want us to have just blind faith. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 1 says, Prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. When you come to the subject of evolution versus creation, most people think that creationists come to the table with a blinding belief in God. That being that being the case, they will just never be able to accept the theory of evolution. I have to admit that I certainly come and look at the subject with a solid belief that the Bible is true. It cannot be bad, however, if you can prove beyond a doubt that the Bible is true. In this, in this discussion, the Bible stands on its own two feet. Look at the challenge that God throws out in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, and verse 8 to 10. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord. And God is speaking to Israel here. And my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me was no God formed, neither after me shall there be. No human can predict with the accuracy of the scriptures future events. It is beyond our power. If it wasn't, if it wasn't the lottery would <laughs> never exist. Bible prophecy shows us that the Bible is not a dead book. It is not just a masterful piece of literature. It is alive and it is true, and man shows himself to be a fool time and time again when he contradicts the scriptures. They used to say that Babylon never existed. It was just another biblical fairy tale, until they dug it up. They used to say King David never existed, until they dug up the stone with an inscription speaking of the house of David, and today they have dug up even his palace. Also today they are digging up Sodom and Gomorrah north of the Dead Sea. The more the archaeologists dig, the more it proves the Bible and puts us in touch with the truth and the accounts contained therein. Man has his theories of how the world came into being, but they are just that, theories. God says to Job, Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. That's Job 38 and 4. It is the theory of evolution that man is turning to instead of believing the Genesis account, but that theory simply does not hold water. Many parts of creation are, as it is called today, irreducibly complex. 
Take the eye, for example. If any part of the eye is not there, it does not work. It is not something that can just evolve over time. Now on the, now on the eye, they have a theory for that too. And it seems that as long as there is a theory, however implausible, the problem goes away. Well, if the eye is not enough, then try reproduction. It is said that blobs developed asexually to start with, and then at some point switched over. Again, it just does not work. You don't have second chances on this one. Either it works, or the species dies out. And it not only needs to be working on one, but two creatures, and each are developed differently, but work in harmony. This is not a system that can develop over millions of years. This is no accident. This is the design of Almighty God who created them male and female, and after their kind. Well, as society turns away from God and His book, this world is soon to be going uh, soon to be in for a shock. Open divine intervention has not been seen since the time of the apostles, but this is about to change. God judged the world at the time of Noah uh, with the flood. He judged Egypt with the ten plagues. He judged Sodom and Gomorrah with fire and brimstone. And he is going to judge our world too. May we read the scriptures and believe what God has written. For Daniel writes in chapter 12, verse 3, They that shall be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Thanks for joining us again this week for another edition of the Bible in the News. We will finish with the words of David in Psalm 8, verse 3 and 4. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? <laughs>